Greetings and welcome everyone, it's All You Can Geek Gamecast, episode 377. I'm one of your hosts, Jim Gast, joined by Mike Sneedy. What's up? Corey Feinstein. Yo! And Tony Korkanakis. Yo! What's up guys? Welcome to the best of 2017 game podcast. Uh, we uh, welcome you here. We're going to have we're gonna go over games. There's going to be spoilers if you, uh, probably, uh, if you haven't played some of these games, I'm sorry, but you can skip through. Um, I've had to do it on some of the podcasts I listen to, uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, for certain spoilers, uh, but we're going to get into what we've been up to. And that's why, because, uh, certain spoilers, I'm not playing Wolfenstein two yet. I've started playing Wolfenstein, the new order. Uh, oh, cool. Yeah. So it was on sale on Xbox and I had, you know, credit thanks to a certain company that gave us tons of credit this year, <laughs> uh, last year. Um, shout so, out to retailer of the shout year. Shout out to GameStop. Uh, so I picked up the new store order. of 2017. Yeah, it was 10 bucks for the new order. I'm like, I'll pick it up. Here we go. Oh, nice. So, and it, it's not going to have any trade-in value, so I'm like, digitally is fine. So I picked it up on the Microsoft Store real quick, and uh, I'm playing through it. So I got that. But I, um, I also finished uh, Uncharted Lost Legacy. Finished and started, actually. I just played through that entire game. Damn. Uh, really made me. Uh, you, did you did you do the uh, the open world sides thing? Not, or not? really. No, I, I, I'm not interested in that open world. I mean, it was cool. <laughs> I, I did like. I mean, the, those are all puzzles, though. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. I did like the driving mechanic more in this one than I liked in four. <clears throat> yeah. So. I mean, one I would have been bored, but once I realized like there was actually puzzles involved in each one, well, Section. not what each sort of part that you get um I'm yeah, like, All right, I'm i got distracted and i like i was distracted by them i was like oh well i'll do this and I then you get wrapped into, into it. it but i'm like no i'm like i'm playing through this because i want to play the story i'm like i don't care about the side stuff so uh yeah it was a great game actually i'm not gonna call it dlc because it's like a almost a full-fledged game at almost 10 hours of gameplay uh yeah considering the first one was like 10 hours so yeah i mean they did a great job with this and i like the dynamic with the two characters uh what's her um nadine and uh, chloe. chloe uh and uh i thought they were at first i was like eh i'm like i'm not really liking these two characters i'm like then they buddy them up pretty well and you know you get to see another character from... both of yeah, them did you like the return i did like the return character. i liked him better in this one. Oh yeah me too i'm like oh i, I was happy to see him <laughs> yeah me too i was happy to see him so um yeah i really enjoyed the game i was very happy with what they did it it really makes me like wonder what they're going to do next in this franchise universe because we've talked about it where Nathan Drake's done. Uh, but there's obviously other characters. Well, Uncharted is not done. Uncharted yeah. is not, yeah. But that universe will live on for yeah. sure. Yeah, there's definitely they're you know, working on and it, it, it. Yeah, we did mention, but they do a good job with the uh, making it a, um, a franchise that does not need a specific character yes. as the head of it. Well, I think oh, you need to way, have that same what... vibe from the character, though. I think you need this because I think Chloe filled in that role Oh, pretty. Well, she's close. like a mirror image, kind of, of yeah. what yeah. Drake so, was. I thought she was kind of the Nathan Drake of the story, but with Nadine, oh, Nadine there, of course. Yeah, but... with Nadine there, it was kind of like uh, she wasn't very, she wasn't sully, that was for certain. So, no. uh, you know, but. All right, so that's what uh, I've been up to. Did you like the setting of the final scene, though? Like, and how that was sort of a shout-out to, like, the greatest hits of the franchise? Yeah, yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I did like that. Um, yeah, I liked all. Yeah, I liked all of that. Like that whole last sequence there, uh, they really got away from the supernatural aspect from the other games. Still, is, I expected I that to show up thing. in this. But yeah, I know. But I think I was expecting it to show up. So, but uh, good game. Glad I played it. Uh, like I said, I'm on to Wolfenstein now. And uh, oh, back to now that I'm back at work, I played Xenoblade Chronicles a little bit. So <laughs> nice. Not much yet, but I've been. It's been very busy at work, so not much. But yeah. Mike, what are you been up to? 
<laughs> a lot of Battlefront 2. Really? I mean, okay, yeah. really? <laughs> really? Yeah. Um, I the thing about this game is, yeah, it's frustrating because it could have been like really, really good. Um, but as it is, it's still okay. It's I can. <laughs> they turned off the microtransactions. They're still off, and that's good because the like impetus to like do that is so strong. Like I might have cracked and done it by now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wow. Now it's not too hard to get the the heroes. That's not you can do that after like you know a handful of hours. But what is hard to do? You, so you can unlock all the heroes. It's not an issue. What is hard to do is upgrade all the different things you want to to like make them. The star good. cards, right? Yes, star cards. So for there's classes, and I'm not a fan of the class system. Although as I'm getting better, I'm sort of seeing the point of it a little more. But when you first start with them, you're just going to struggle through each of them. Um, and they uh, basically make everything better. Like, one will make your scope zoom farther for, like, the sniper class. The other will just, like, add health <laughs> to your base health. Um, now, knowing that no one's buying this now, it does make it feel a little more fair and organic. But still, people who are ahead of you are ahead of you <laughs> and it right. takes a and while through, to catch right. up it's with time and the <clears throat> it's time with time it. and it kind of reminds me a little bit of like what i always had a little bit of like why is, is this this isn't really fair i understand progression but like back when call of duty first introduced like you know kill streak bonuses like why are you giving the advantage to people who already have the advantage like i don't understand that and it's still that i do understand why yeah. people want to be rewarded for like playing well but it yeah. creates like there's a top tier of like, you know, the first ten names is like those are the people that got the shit. Then the bottom tier is like if you can hold your own and like go yeah. even, maybe it's a it's a win for now. Um, so yeah. it's a little tough, and I don't like also how they change heroes versus villains. I love the hero roster. I'm waiting to see some more. Um, but heroes versus villains to briefly describe how it was in the previous game, it would be three heroes with a group of like. I would say maybe um, three or four uh, just normal infantry people against the other ones. And the heroes were VIPs, so the round was lost when they were all killed. So that means not only were they more powerful than like half of the people out there, but they were also more valuable. So that created some strategy. Like hmm. Sometimes the heroes needed to be protected, they wanted to be hit and run. And also since there was a bunch of infantry in it, they couldn't just be out in the open because everyone would just shoot them from afar because most of the heroes don't have long-range stuff. Yeah. This version is just 4v4 only heroes, which Ew. which makes it more like just stay in a group and a clusterfuck. And uh, <laughs> so it's it's not quite as like cerebral as yeah. it was before, and I kind of hope they bring that old mode back. All that being said, I can't stop playing it. Yeah. Um, and it, it looks looks great you have great like like if you're on hoth no matter who you are even if you're a hero you'll see like just snow accumulate on their people you're in um probably the one of my favorite um lo locations from the prequels i forgot what it was called camino the one where it's raining all the rain time but you're in like yeah, those yeah. those sterile like the clone facility i love that place and it looks real cool the rain reacts real nice on everyone too and I, honestly, the thing that's most accessible at first is the Starfighter battles. Um, 
So if you want to start off and like upsetting, have a chance, well, Mike, Mike, is it more upsetting then? Isn't it more upsetting then that there's legitimately a, a good game here that was you know worked on that was created that has been now destroyed because of greed? Well, the problem is it's not destroyed. It's still sold really well, and the it didn't player sell base. That well. It was number two on the NPD last <laughs> month. It's doing fine. And that was only um, behind the game that was the best-selling game of the year. Oh, I know, I know. So, I mean, it sold well enough, and the player base is obviously still there, so I wouldn't say it's destroyed like another game I'll talk about later. But <laughs> um, it, it, there is a lot of potential here that's not tapped, and uh, a little more thought, even in some of the systems, more than the microtransactions and the somewhat tedious progression system could have made this like fantastic which is it is disappointing in that sense for sure um i didn't play the game but it is disappointing to me that you know it sounds like they have a great i mean they learned their lessons from battlefront one that you know they had to have the single player content yeah um just i I didn't even mention that and i did enjoy that i liked how it expanded the universe the way right it wasn't long or anything but i did enjoy it yeah and you know the the multiplayer seemed like it had you know a lot of care and attention to just all of the different aspects of battle. Uh, it's just that the EA greed, you know, I, I, even though they, they turn off the microtransactions, I can't in good faith right now because well, they're going to turn it back. I really can't. Point. Right. I, I can't maybe down the road, you know, when they're like, Hey, look, we, we, we recognize the problems. We're coming up with a new fair business model. Uh, you know, that's not pay to one because that's, that's the thing that irks me the most. Yeah, no, if it was just sure. cosmetic bullshit, like league of legends, yeah, overwatch, I wouldn't have a problem. I wouldn't have a problem but the, at all. The, I would, that's also kind of a reason why I'm playing it a lot now, because it, in this future, they might turn it back on. So it's like, for now, it's earn your spot before it's pay to win. Yeah. You know? That's kind of how I'm feeling it. If it's still like that, then I'm just yeah, not going to do yeah. it. You know, I'm going to wait for the new model. Mate. You know, uh, I, they need to completely redo the microtransaction bullshit. They need to go away with the star card bullshit. Um, because, you know, if it's strictly like, hey, you played this game way more longer than I have, and your, you know, rocket jump is better than mine, uh, yeah, no, fuck fuck that i'll yeah. just i'll wait until somebody else comes along and makes a good star wars game again yeah which. i will say again if you're looking for the most parody due to the starfighter stuff but the infantry you're you're yeah. screwed more often than yeah <laughs> it was kind of funny though because uh this weekend um i remembered i had a uh pre-order uh for the battlefront 2 collection i went to gamestop and in my head i'm just like Ugh, like i really like i'm thinking about what excuse i'm going to come up with or you know if they want to push it me to like put it on another game or anything like that i'm like okay i got you know i got this whole like venn diagram chart of like <laughs> if they say this i say this if they do this i will say this you know cuz i don't really want to be confrontational like it's just the holidays are over retail sucks i get it but you know i want to cancel the pre-order so i go up Girl goes, oh, what can I do for you? I was like, oh, uh, I just want to cancel a pre-order I never, you know, uh, picked up. She goes, oh, okay. What game? Battlefront 2. Not a single word. Not a single <laughs> word. Which maybe just because of the girl, you know, was the spe- specific employee there. But to me, that was quite unusual that she didn't even, like, try to be like, oh, really? The game's good and, you know, blah, 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 this, that, the other thing. She's like, like, oh, oh, this again. She's like, totally understand. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, all right. So, yeah, that was, I thought that was funny. All right. Uh, Tony, what have you been up to? Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 2 as well. Um, pretty uh, hooked on that. Um, I will say it's been getting progressively better. Um, it started off real slow. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like The first chapter is really rough in terms of like, okay, kind of been there, seen this, done that, in terms of like just the story beat, what they want you to do. Like, oh, here's 
the quest, go kill ten rabbits or, you know, some stupid thing in the starting zone. I'm like, okay, like, you're, you've been really good about not doing this stuff, so I'll, okay, whatever. Uh, but it's gotten a lot a lot better in terms of just what the characters are doing, uh, the story, where it's going, um, unconventional uh, twists in terms of what I expect out of a Japanese RPG and stuff. So um, really grown on me, the battle systems, like, I, I don't want to say I've fully done it because uh, I thought I did and they threw another wrench in the mix. I'm just like, uh, okay, all right, I think I, I got this down. Like, I'll just add that on to my, like, memory bank and be like, I just got to do that in battles. But um, it's getting a lot better. Um, I think I'm, like, 30 hours in, which, hmm. oh, it's really meaty. Um, yeah. But supposedly it starts to, like, ramp up even more after this okay. point. So cool. I'm looking forward to it. Right. Corey, uh, I play a little Enter the Gungeon on Switch. Oh, cool. thank you for mentioning because I did pick that up as well. As soon as you talked about, it, I was like, you know what? <laughs> I think that's a game like my brother and I could play, and you yeah. know, a couple of my other friends could play. So I was like, yeah, I'll pick that up too. So go ahead. Yeah, it. it's it's. I mean, it's a lot of fun. I've been eyeing it since it was on PS4. Uh, I was like, I I, I think I want to play this game, but I'll just wait for now. I don't need to get it. And then it hit Switch. I was like, ah, uh, this is a good opportunity for me to get it. Like maybe it'll go on sale. I was like, ah, it's fifteen dollars. Whatever, I'll just get it. So uh, I got that and just played. It. And I, I do like I do like to have those like roguelike type games that give you a little progression, even though you fail. You still have some a, a type of progression. Yeah, yeah a, a type of progression. You're not getting you know, obviously you're not getting everything back that you ended with, but there is like you feel like you've accomplished something in some ways mm-hmm. where like. Like a, a true rogue like game, you're not accomplishing anything. You die, you're done. It's, Get good. <laughs> yeah. Get good at this. But this, at least you feel like you've done something um, worthwhile in the next run. So uh, I've been enjoying that. And that got me back into Dead Cells, which is also a roguelike game where you have yes. progression. And that's on Steam, uh, which I got because I was randomly gifted a $20 gift card, which I don't I remember use Steam. About that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and Dead Cells has been, it's still in, it's still in um, early access, so they've been re-changing it like constantly, so it's still going through a lot of changes, but uh, that game is fantastic too, and it has that yeah. same progression um, uh, where like you do feel like you're accomplishing things as you get further on, and the weapons are really fun in that as well, but um, no, both of those games are really good roguelike games, and highly recommend them if you just want to Quick, uh, quick, you know, do a quick uh, 15, 30 minutes or something. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Enter the Gungeon was pretty fun. Um, I like the I style done of the it. I haven't multiplayer either. So I haven't tried it either. Uh, I think this weekend I'll get a chance the, to. But the bosses are really cool. The bosses are so cool. And um, I just like the, the the theme because the the Gungeon is, is a play on gun dungeon. Mm. So yeah. everything you fight and do is related to guns somehow either the enemy like the enemies themselves are bullets yeah it's almost like, like a shmup too <laughs> yeah it, yeah exactly that's what i love because um binding of isaac you know which also uh had its like newest revision debuted on switch i love yeah, you know, i actually I, didn't get that one just because i didn't really like the theme <laughs> yeah that that's that's a thing where it's like okay that's that's really weird but this one i think is more accessible yeah and easier to digest the art style is fun yeah, yeah. The theme's cool yeah, very good. Cool. All right, uh, let's get into our of the years then, guys. Uh, let's do it. Kicking it off with our disappointing. I wonder if we'll have multiples here. I disappointing think game. Might have a sweep here. Of 2017, no. maybe swept. I don't know. Corey, Corey might have something else, but my. I only um right. my criteria just to speak about criteria is that I only put games on here that I've played. Okay. Well, I think that's what 
Isn't that what everyone did, right? No, I mean, yeah, yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah, no, I didn't. Oh, we all did. Well, okay. I didn't. That's yeah, why I, I was going to hold against you if you placed what we, you know, Mike and I did on our list. I mean, because I, um, I mean, I, I wanted to say Battlefront because I was hugely like anticipating this game. I was very excited oh, for I mean, it. Yeah. I, I really wanted to get this game, but mm-hmm. I didn't get it because of the poll fiasco. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'll leave it at that. Uh, so I'm not going to say that so, because I actually didn't play it. So right. I don't want to say so what, like, what is your most my disappointing game? My disappointing game is For Honor. And I think For oh, Honor oh. Uh, could have been really good, but it just died. Like, it was like, here we are, and then, like, no support and no player base. And it's it just, really funny you say that, because I remember when it came out, I, I was watching, I think, Walking or something with Apple, and it was, everybody was talking about that game. I was like, ah, that does look pretty cool. Uh, maybe I'll pick it up, but, like, by the time I was like, okay, maybe I'm ready for this or whatever, because I think it came out right before, like, the March madness of right, you know right. amazing games. It's just like uh you know yeah, I Switch play came in. out and you're yeah. like, nope, yeah. sorry guys. Yeah. <laughs> I got yeah. better things to be doing. Yeah, exactly. And it's just like uh, it, it's dead now from and my, yeah like, and, and the problem is that it does not have a single player that's going to be anything worth playing. That game was solely based on a online player base that you're going to be going up against each other. And but I love the idea of what it was. I thought the um the graphics were fantastic. It looked super pretty uh, and it was it was a very unique take on you know like a multi uh, like a multi skirmish game which we didn't really get to see so much and you got like just AI creeps basically going out there and then you have your heroes and it was a, it was a cool concept and I really was hoping it was going to be good um, yeah. and it was a, it played fine it was it played well it just died like immediately yeah. and so yeah. that's why it was my disappointment of this year. Yeah, mine. I'll go next because I'm following the movie cast format. Uh, I, I mine was obviously Mass Effect Andromeda, um, which uh, talk about. I talk about games on here how there's like just no soul in certain games, and for me this just this has not getting technically glitched aside, like getting getting all the glitches out of the way and uh, gameplay stuff like that. Uh, it just doesn't have a soul. Like I just that universe uh, just didn't have the same feeling as what I wanted from out of you know the first three games that I played in that series. I just didn't get that feeling in this, and I didn't care about these characters and, and i think in the mass effect universe that's what you're supposed to do then i also found out about the ending of this game and now i'm like fuck that i'm so happy i didn't play this goddamn garbage <laughs> uh and that is a bunch of bullshit they uh what? for those wondering your mom's alive uh sort of no that's bullshit she's, no, she's been cry- alive the whole she's, time no she's Nora freeze yeah i know Cry that, that's, not, that's not really the ending either. That's like a well, side thing you can yeah, discover. Yeah, and, and you know that, that's like a tie-in that they'll never finish. Well, you know, that's, that's that's that's. Well, I'll go into this now. This is my most disappointing of the game of the year as well. And the, to me, the biggest disappointment is I did get some enjoyment out of this game. I would have liked to see that followed Technically, up. Combat-wise, Mike, it was very solid. Combat-wise, was good. There was a lot to do. The worlds were pretty big, although not all of it was that interesting. Some of it was, some of it wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, Jaw was a decent character, um, I, and Cora was okay. No, no, she wasn't. Well, she was okay because I romanced her, oh. and that was a good <laughs> scene. She was okay because I was able to. <laughs> like they really went over the top on the romance thing. They went over the they top. They didn't go everything, over the top. Everything they did in this game was just like it just didn't. It's like but, we're gonna just take the same game you guys played and hope you love this thing, uh, and. You know, the biggest it. problem was the rest of the crew. Like, I would say for the most part was uninteresting, and they did not include enough new races to make it like because it 
it was a good new fresh start aside from the, no, the glitches which are the bad fresh starts. there's no new races it's a good that's what i mean it could have mm-hmm. been like the story restarted they, they in a way that both in their disappointment of the year guys yeah, we're, yeah, we're, yeah arguing with each other <laughs> the story could reset the world in a way that i thought was kind of interesting especially when you've uncovered certain things that tied it back to you know why this andromeda initiative happens to happen right before the like reapers yeah. fuck the world up <laughs> fuck the galaxy up or whatever um and i i found that interesting i thought that was good and it was a good way to start the world over again except they didn't really do anything soul, once they were there there's just one new soul. race and that was it uh, yeah, they che- they tease the Quarians, and then they're, they're not coming. It's over with. Well, yeah, again, and that's what disappointing too, because uh, again, you think back to Mass Effect One, and it wasn't gr- that great, really. And I sort of viewed this like that, as like if this would had given a chance I to sort Mass of. Mass Effect One story was very good, though. Like it, had, well, yeah, combat it wise, it wasn't good, but that carried along the story. But I just wanted a chance for this to like sort of get better, fix its issues, and address it. And obviously, it, it. Yeah, it just died instead, and it just couldn't. Yeah, I probably there's no saving if, it if, now because if I knew that universe was going to be alive, maybe I would have finished that game at some. Maybe I would have run through it or something. But the universe is dead; it's never coming back. <laughs> uh, so it's never coming back. Mike. Well, you guys, yeah, it's disappointing. Yes, it's we got disappointing because I would have liked to see more, and it just it just disappointed too Ooh, many people to do that. <laughs> Who do I have a bet with? Mike, I, I, don't know. Me. I agree with you. It was, yeah. It's you and Mike, right? I, I have a bet with yeah. both of you on this game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have, do I don't admit. We may have one would this, though, because I remember getting in on this bet with you. Like, I'm pretty certain we may have just paired up uh, because I was... Oh, yeah, it might be 2v2. Two two. We'll I go think back it is that. a 2v2. Because, um, um, like, listening to that uh, audiobook the, of, of Blood, Sweat, and Pixels and just knowing how things went down at actual Bioware and just hearing the stories you know that are coming out from this... I expect Bioware to be shut I, down. Shortly, the uh, way EA handles their property. It's just well, I mean, the thing yeah. is, like when playing this game, it's the only like value could be like that. This sets up for something better, and you see that in like how everything is set up and how they did things. It's like, oh, this will be okay, maybe rough around the edges, but we'll get it right with the next one. That you get that feeling while playing it, and to just yeah. like be like, oh, never yeah, mind, people not, are too um, mad at this. It's not going to happen. Yeah, that, that's, that's exactly what I'm betting on because you know that's literally what they were. Uh, being reported on, I think, at Kotaku and stuff, where uh, anonymous developers, because obviously they, they still have their jobs at uh, Bioware, or, or EA, somewhere in EA, because they got broken up, were like, yep, we were, were expecting to take a lot of flack, getting maybe like 80-ish on Metacritic, uh, and then, you know, just use the sequel to, to improve upon it, but after how everything played out this year, not even with just Bioware, this, you know, offshoot of Bioware being broken up, the whole thing with uh, EA and Star Wars, I just, I, I can't ever see Mass Effect coming back for a long time. Yeah. Uh, Tony, what was your... Uh, mine was actually Persona 5. Um, and not... Yeah, I know. Yep, Persona 5. <laughs> well, um, on my list. <laughs> it, no, it's... Uh, yeah, it, that's it's, it's on my list as well, but the thing is, when I thought about it, don't get me wrong, the game is a great game. It's very deserving of its Metacritic score, but when I thought about it, you know, because it's I took the past you know week or two to really think about uh, each game I played this year, yeah, uh, and you know what my final thoughts and feelings were on it uh, at the end of the year. Because, in me, in my opinion, I mean this this is a great year for gaming, probably the best since I don't know two thousand 
six or seven maybe when you know new systems are coming out and everything like that but um i love persona there's a lot of things to like about it there's a lot of things to praise about it but just in the amount of time it took for them to develop this game because uh, persona 4 came out in 2008 yeah so it took them nearly 10 years in nine it took them nearly a decade to get this game out and thinking about that and looking at other games and seeing how far they're progressing in just one iteration in half the time, uh, you know, I just kind of expected, you know, and here's, you know, where you guys can, can point at me. My expectations of the game were probably maybe too high in that because it had gone so long, like, oh, it's been almost a decade since the last Persona game. What kind of crazy shit, you know, are they going to have thought of for the gameplay? What kind of crazy shit are they going to well, think of? Don't forget, they did have a game in between. But... No, no, they, they, they did, but... I'm talking about like numbered, sure progression. Well, I'm just saying like I'm not not saying Catherine was like a, a major game or anything, but that may have took development time away from Persona Five. Who knows? Yeah, but, but I mean, in general, I do agree that um, as far as steps from four to what five is, four uh, five is very much like four point five almost. Right, exactly, and you know the the biggest improvements were quality of life issues, where you know um, just the the menus were faster. Um, yeah exactly like all that stuff the the social links or um confidant stuff that was all you know streamlined and you know they even gave you incentive to doing that which is which is awesome because you know unless you really cared about that stuff i mean mm -hmm. right it didn't matter but i just really wanted them to progress and develop and uh refine or even reinvent the series in a lot of ways um so just in that aspect it was disappointing and uh I can yeah. understand that. I, but, I mean, it didn't it's still, it's still a great as much as the other Persona yeah. games. Because I haven't even finished it yet. So Yeah. So, uh, it's still a great game. It's just what I wanted slash hope for, and even in retrospect, what I... You're pulling the gym be. here. Yeah. His last no, no, no. That's, that, yep, last exactly. Jedi. That's fine. That's fine. But, um, yeah. Well, you know, it's still right, a great game. Still a great game. Definitely. All right. Uh, Corey, your surprise. Sonic Mania. Really? Ooh. Oh, yeah. I guess that could be there. Yeah. Uh, game that I still haven't played through. But um, <laughs> they 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 took uh, a, a, they took Sonic and said, "Hey fans, you like Sonic? You know how to make games? Make a game!" And they made a good Sonic game. Uh, yeah. Although it is based off of Sonic, the, you know, there, original Sonic. Often there's a lot of same things in there. Good Sonic games. <laughs> get the fuck out of here, Jim! <laughs> Just get good at it. You're awful at this game. I saw but, uh, you play it now. Now I know why you don't like it. You are awful at Sonic games. I'm Mario guy. Mm. I'm Mario guy. Yeah, but Sonic, as far as Sonic Mania is concerned, like they, you take the AT, Ace, the, the Sonic team and give them a chance to make a Sonic game, and then you give random people, not quote air quotes here, random people to make a Sonic game, and the people that just are like the product and like want a good Sonic game make a good Sonic game, and then the people who are paid to make Sonic games can't even make no, a good no, Sonic game. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, Sonic Mania is absolutely my surprise of the year because of that fact, and that they actually pull off a good sonic game yeah. yeah that's awesome i could totally see it. i mean you know uh, i was skeptical because i mean sonic you know <laughs> not had the healthiest uh, growth over the last decade or two no. um but you know i looked at the reviews are great i was like you know what i'll, I'll, I'll you got to purchase that out of me and uh, i still haven't finished i think about the second to last level i got to do that at some point um it is really good um love what they could accomplish you know especially as you said like you know fans these these people were fans. It's not like they've been developing these for decades, like you know the actual Sonic team yeah. has. Um, so it's just kudos to them, props to them. I, it, it it sounds silly, but I hope uh, the, Sonic, the Sonic team can actually learn 
from, them. from these guys. Yeah, yeah. Right. No, absolutely. And like, it was too late for Sonic Forces because I was already in the works. But now that they've seen Sonic Mania, it's like, no. all right, guys, maybe you can like collaborate a little bit here yeah. and it's like, yeah, yeah, actually yeah. do what fans want you to do and not like <laughs> furry like mm-hmm. so, shit here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, my surprise was Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, because actually I was down on this game when I was looking at the early previews of this thing. I thought it was going to be a train wreck. And I remember talking about it in Slack, actually. Uh, I was yep. like, this game is going to be garbage. Hot garbage. And then uh, it was great. I mean, it was a great game. Uh, ultimately, it did not make my top three, just so you all know. I'll tell you that now. Oh. But, hmm. um, yeah. I mean, there's so many great games this year. Uh, ultimately, it was because the repetitiveness of the monster hunting. Like, it was fun to do that, but it was kind of very repetitive. Uh I really enjoyed the story and the world, but I felt like uh, I, I felt like I was whistling quite a bit, waiting, whistling, waiting, and I felt like that kind of got a little bit long. So yeah, in the tooth I, again, I never, I never did that, did it that way. Yeah, so that's why I did it. I don't know why. So for me, that, but it was a surprise. It was a very good game. I, I mean, really surprised. It looks amazing. Yeah. Like holy shit, amazing. Oh uh, yeah, I think it's yeah. the best first party looking game yeah. from Sony. Like yeah. even above. Well, we'll see about how Last of Us Two turns out, but I mean this blew my expectations away and the thing is like i was i think Corey and i were the ones that were like up on this game from the very beginning from that very first trailer but then when we're like wait a second this is made by the, the studio games? that gave us yeah. right real games that was like oh no like yeah. Yeah. oh man oh oh really it's like oh that burger looks amazing oh yeah. that's from mcdonald's oh man. yeah exactly that's that's the yeah. same exact thing but uh like you know what pizza Prop, commercials yeah kudos to them because <laughs> Uh, I mean, they went from what the first game was fucking Shellshock Nom '67 on PlayStation 2 and Xbox. Then went from that to the Killzone series for almost a decade, a decade of just Killzone games, and they came <laughs> out with a game that is easily game of the year material yeah, um, yeah, on its own and stuff like that. Like you know, just had really strong competition this year. But like last year, I wouldn't have had a problem giving it game of the year, you know, along with like Overwatch or something like that. But Kudos to the team. Uh, just, you know, since you mentioned it, Jim, uh, this was uh, tied for my surprise of the year. I'll get into my other one. Um, but, yeah, just I, I loved it. Uh, didn't expect it to be as good as um, yeah. it was after we found out the developer. Um, the graphics were amazing. Um, the char- You know, the main character, Aloy, I, I really liked her. I think she's my favorite. Aloy. Sony. Right. A- I'm sorry. Aloy. Aloy. I know it's... It's a terrible it makes name. me mad because it's it not should a good be Alloy. Yeah. I know it should be Alloy. Like it's supposed to, right. It should be Alloy, but I'll, okay, Aloy. Yeah. Uh, she's great. Yeah. Um, the the beast, the dinosaur, like the robot dinosaur was was amazing. I loved that aspect of the game. It just to me, um, I really hated the human combat. I I hope they focus less on that in the sequel. Um, when, whenever you get it, and the story, while it was interesting what they did um and i'll recognize that they did a unique twist on the usual post-apocalyptic stuff um it didn't play out the way i had thought the game to be when they initially unveiled it and i kind of i kind of actually wish they left it up to like hey you're just you know trying to survive in a robot dinosaur infested world instead of like the tribe aspect because i was like i I didn't really feel like that kind of stuff played out very well but no awesome game um, so tied for that for surprise was uh, Near Automata uh, for me. Uh, I'm just mentioning because it, it didn't make my top three, but uh, I love platinum games. Um, but you know uh, what's his name? Uh, 
Oh, Yo- Yo- Yoko Tano, I think his name. Something he's like very, that. yeah, he's very um, controversial in Japan, just in in what he does and his expectations and stuff like that. So I was kind of cautious about the game. I, I never even played the first year because I was like, yeah, just I don't know if it sounds like my cup of tea. But this game just reviewed so well, and they got platinum to do the action elements uh, of the game and whatnot. So yeah, I'll try it. Um, but it really blew me away in terms of what I came to expect out of what you can tell in a story, uh, especially in a video game, because the action is serviceable. It's not bad, um, but compared to Platinum's other works with you know Bayonetta or even just you know Transformer or something, uh, it's not as deep or rewarding. I mean, once you kind of get the beats for it, it's Really? Oh. Same thing. Same combos. You exploit that yeah. kind of, same kind of stuff. I really uh, enjoyed that combat system. I really did. No, no, and you did. That's great. I love that because it, I'm not saying it's bad. It's just, you know, I wanted more because. Well, it makes me they, interested in Bayonetta. Um, definitely. Right. Does, so. yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but just the, the <laughs> story. I mean, I love robots. The whole game is about robots. Um, had some great story sequences. It's just the way yeah, they made you play the game almost three times to get the full grain yeah, of the story. Yeah. Kind of off putting. But um, the thing they did at the, like, at the end, towards the end, uh, was really unique. Uh, and it's one of those things that makes me think about how we can use video games as you know, a platform to tell stuff or make people feel emotions that you could not get in, in any other medium. Like, yeah. can't be done in books, can't be done in movies. I love you that, know, last, stuff like that. that last credit sequence. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't spoil awesome. it. Don't spoil it. But yeah, that, I mean, like, I will remember that. For a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm interested to know what you chose. Uh, I didn't even ask. <laughs> I didn't talk about that with you yet. So yeah, yeah I'll talk to you about it. Um. All right, um, Mike. My surprise was also uh, Horizon. Actually, oh, cool. um, all right. <laughs> Uh, is just again like I probably seem like the least interested in this going in. I thought it'd be something kind of like Recore, which did even come out. Yeah, Recore's out. I actually was <laughs> I playing that. The reboot of Recore even yes. came out. I almost started yeah. playing that. I mean, like I, I sort of grouped, I grouped both of these games sort of together as like all these quirky little like robot things. It's like yeah, whatever, screw that. But then like the more I heard about it, like the more like oh, there might be something here. And then you know. Again, this is one of those games that, like, actually reviews sort of convinced me to get it because it just across the board was, like, so well-reviewed. And I'm glad I did because, uh, to me, the story, um, I'm glad the story didn't go how I expected it to. Um, it, it, um, I was afraid some Matrix bullshit was going to happen. Um, I can see that, yeah. Uh, so I, I was real happy with it. And um, the action in the game I really enjoyed because I guess I didn't, like, abuse this like whistle move that everyone else did to me i just always tried to over override like something and then like just have to fight each other and i always liked that sort of like strategy of like getting enemies to like do part of your fight for you um and i just i just really enjoyed it more than i ever thought and you might hear me talk about it more okay <laughs> all right now we're going into our top three games of 2017 number three Corey, kick us off Number three is Destiny 2. Uh, I do uh, really enjoy that game. No. I'm surprised Uh, by that, to be honest. I am very surprised by that. Yeah, no. The the thing with Destiny 2 is that (laughs) it's it's a very flawed game. (laughs) But the social interactions and community around the game really elevates it above um, what what, what you have there. So the game isn't what destiny 
beyond taking King and Beyond was uh, at all. And you noticed that much quicker than I, I thought you would. Um, because first 20 hours, I was definitely all in on that game. Uh, even like just like every just every day or every other day, logging in, hanging out with friends, talking to people online, and you know teaming up, doing strikes, doing raids, whatever. It's just like that's what Destiny is to me, and it's just not enough there. Uh, and they took away a lot of the things that they added to make the game better in Destiny 1. They took yeah. that away in Destiny 2, and they tried to make it much more casual, um, which for in this case did not service it for the yeah. people that are fans of Destiny 1 and what ha- they had done before. But as far as the games that I played this year, it still ranks super high because I probably put the most time in that game just because yeah. I played it with like my friends and stuff, but uh, as far as what it is and my enjoyment, definitely top three for me. Yeah. So number three, it, it's interesting. Did you uh, not to talk about it too much because it's not related? But um, well, not it is related, but it's not like the topic of conversation at this point. But did you see the article that uh, claimed to had stated that uh, Bungie pretty much pulled the a same thing with Destiny One, where like they they only had like a year and a half to, to pull, yeah. put together Destiny I saw that. Jason yeah. Schreier broke some news yeah. about that stuff. So it's just like it's amazing oh, to really learn from their their past. Yeah, it's like come on, dude. Like you yeah. you just learned this lesson. You're and fresh th- off of it too. Like it's, it's not like you made another game in the meantime. Like and it's sad too because like they had this event, the Dawning, which is their Christmas winter event. Like they do um in you know ongoing games. And the such, and I actually never even logged in to check it out. Which wow, is, wow. Is, uh, yeah, I, I was curious because I know recently you haven't talked about it much, and I wasn't sure if that's because like you knew like the rest of us weren't positive on the game and you just didn't want to even bring it up. But um, I, I wondered if it was because you kind of fell off. Yeah, no, I just there's other things. Like I, at this point, I mean, I'm rather I'd rather go in and do some Overwatch if I'm gonna play a game. So yeah, yeah. I'm hoping the DLC is gonna not fix but just like give me more reasons to go in and stuff because the mm-hmm. last dlc did not really do that so but i like i said i do enjoy and the combat is still some of the best combat in any shooting game in my opinion yeah uh number three for me was near <clears throat> so uh really like i said i just finished that game but i'm very happy <clears throat> sorry very happy that i actually played through it this year uh, before the end of the year to get to get a taste or actually i didn't really finish it during last year i finished it this year uh but uh great game um I actually enjoyed it. Uh, while I thought the twist was a little predictable for me, I overall really enjoyed it. I liked the combat quite a bit. I liked switching between a, a shmup and a uh, an action RPG. Uh, I really liked that. And um, yeah, there were multiple branching you have to replay through. But the easy mode chips, believe it or not, I enjoyed more with that because I'm like, oh, well, it, it lets you have fun with the game because you're like, I'm just going to press up and I'm going to wreck everything. Yep. <laughs> so uh, it was pretty cool. And then, yeah, sometimes you just want to have that feeling of like just yeah, being overpowered. Just be like, overpowered yep. fun. Yeah. Uh, that's, it's kind of like, you know, it's funny, it's amazing to, say, to compare it to this, but it, especially because Devil May Cry was not easy, but it, Devil May Cry during the regular mobs, you feel like an overpowered, like, badass I, I got the same feeling in this game from that uh like the same idea yeah, that's what, that that exactly is what platinum does that that's what they're meant for like bayonet is the same way you fight regular dudes and you're just like i am in this invincible witch yep. Yep. demon uh and but then they throw these boss at you, you're like okay well yeah yeah let me see what i can do about this yeah and you still so I had the nice vibe on, i mean i really like that but yeah so made my it was number three for me uh tony yeah. Uh, number three for me was actually Persona 5. Um, so just talk about strengths. Um, it still does a lot of st- stuff great. 
the art style is just so well done. The graphics, uh, even though it's not like pushing the limits of the PlayStation 4 by any means, because it's still at heart uh, a PlayStation 3 game. Everything looks smooth and crisp. The I think they awesome. Oh, Nier's yeah. music was awesome, by the way, too. Nier's yeah, exactly. Both fantastic. of those, yeah, yeah, both of those games. Yeah, it's um, cool though because you go from Persona games from PS2 era, and now you get a PS3 era game on PS4. Right. It's like, wow, it's like, what, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Right, exactly. It's like, what could a theoretical PlayStation 4 built, like, original mm-hmm. build, like, look like? Um, but I think they found that nice balance of uh, art style and technical capabilities and stuff, you know, without being super, you know, millions and millions of polygons, like Final Fantasy 15, mm-hmm. you know, character models and stuff. probably the best so, ui and well, oh yeah this, the, the user interface is slick um a lot of the characters are, are very good um i enjoyed to I, me yeah i really enjoyed that whole aspect yeah the, the the characters are great um the music uh awesome i could listen you know i listen to the soundtracks for that you know uh on a, on a regular basis so it's just uh cosplay awesome game as for, a character I mean. yeah cosplay as a character uh i mean it's just you know, it's not a multiplayer game, but like within the community of Persona, you get that camaraderie. Like, oh, yeah. like you know, you're a Persona fan, I'm a Persona fan. Like, let's talk about our shared love. It's they do know, have a like, hey, what's people doing? What are people doing here and stuff? Yeah, yeah and and that's the thing that I really like because um, even within the story, that's what they touch about. It, it's very modern game where it's like, um, how do things like social perceptions, especially with the advent of social media, how does that impact society? Um, and I'm not saying they they're, they did it uh, an elaborate job or anything, but it does make you think, uh, especially given things that panned out the later on in the year. It really makes me go, mm. "Wow!" Like, yeah, were the fan of fan of these behind this shit? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Change of hearts. I don't want to. I don't want to uh, make a joke out of, it, but that, that's honestly, it's like, wow, that's yeah, yeah, that's crazy. True. But I mean, an anime is coming too for this. Yeah, well. exactly. And for those people that can't commit, I mean, my real. Big gripe was it was it, I felt like it overstayed its welcome just That's a little bit too me. long. That made number two um, on my list, by the way. That's my number two. Persona. Okay, awesome. So I can just tell but, you right uh, now, like that's the reason why it wasn't better than. I mean, it's really good, but it's just a little long. Like, yeah, you know, it's just a little bit too long. But five you know, hours. Yeah, if if you're not into that, uh, I would hopefully the anime is going to be uh, it's going to get all the awesome aspects, and you don't have to dedicate eighty hours of your life to it. To yeah, this was like number experience. two on my list because I I played the hell out of this game and loved it. I loved getting all the social circles going. Uh, the extra uh, um, the enhancements you get from battle for that uh, really made it <laughs> worthwhile. Uh, I really want at some point I really want to go back and replay it. Uh, I, I saw it on sale in Best uh, Best Buy right now for twenty three dollars, and I'm like, oh, yep, here we go. I don't know, <laughs> but. Um, I've played so many RPGs recently. Uh, in fact, my entire list is RPGs. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so yeah, it's uh, it, yeah, Persona Five for me made number two because of how long I played it. I played eighty-five hours of that game. It's probably the most time I spent in any game this year, and uh, just loved it. I actually loved the soundtrack. I, I yeah, I, I actually listen to that soundtrack still on occasion when I'm at work. I just throw it on because it's that good. See, see, Jim, I'm so happy. Not only did I convert you with Fire Emblem, I think me and Corey converted you with Persona. So yeah. you're a Persona fan now, like. It's what it's yeah. all about, man. Yeah. It's what it's all about. Yeah. Uh, Mike, your number three. My number three is Sonic Mania. Hey. Ooh. Yeah. Um, again, like, obviously, I was a Sonic fan, and I played through this game with Sonic and t- as Sonic. And I don't know how this didn't make your biggest surprise, because there has been a good Sonic game in my It days. wasn't a surprise to me, because once I saw, like, what it what it was, I'm like, whenever this comes out, this is going to be great. <laughs> but, uh. <laughs> I just didn't know when it would come out, and it did take a little while. But um, 
Yeah, no, you were like, what? oh, it's got to get delayed. I was like, ah, I don't know. And, uh, but, uh, no, it's, it's, every, the thing about each of these levels, and Sonic, the Sonic games are some of my most replayed games ever, because, you know, they're pretty accessible, and, like, you can play it again and go for they're emeralds. They're a lot shorter you, than you remember them being as well. Yeah, and you can, like, do something different, like, go for the additional challenge of, like, getting the emeralds, which... Me and my brother did with two players in Sonic 2, which is really hard to do because you have to coordinate that, get the rings thing, you got to have enough rings the right spots. And we did it for the first time ever, like uh, last summer, I think, <laughs> which was like a big deal, and that was real cool. And I always have a little love for like some of those retro things. Sometimes I go on retro kicks like that, and um, this game just hit that, and like, so it got that and made it better. Like you would play these levels that were like, oh, the beginning is the same as these old levels. Like, oh, I remember that. But there's a little more animation. Everything looks a little brighter and better. And then things change up in like some very interesting ways. Like, oh, this is how that level would be like just expanded on and, and made like just more. And that's what happened here. So um, to me, it's just like a very good uh, trip down memory lane, but more like there's enough new here to make it very interesting. And it was like legitimately what sonic fans have been waiting for for like 20 years um and uh so i really enjoyed it and i played through it with uh most of the characters well i did i beat the game with all three characters and i'm working on getting the emeralds for tails and knuckles still because some of that is a little rough to do but uh, i did it with sonic and uh i'm just glad and uh, i'm probably gonna play it, go back and play it some more and just add it to the other sonic games or something yeah. i could re- replay forever really yeah. so yeah it's number three for me cool Corey, your number two. My number two is Wolfenstein 2. Nice. That wow. game. That's why uh, I really want to play the first one now and get to that game because everybody's yeah. talking about it like crazy. Yeah, it's it's really good. Uh, I think I still think I might like the first one better, but as far as what this game does, is it builds on that. And I love the setting. Um, I, I'm a big fan of the World War II setting. You know, anytime you can kill Nazis, I'm all for it. Go for it. Let's do it. Uh, here you get like a alternate reality where the Nazis win, and uh, you have to deal with that. And it's it's really good um, take on that that trope with the not not necessarily trope, but it's a very overdone as we said before. Like the World War II thing is very overdone, and it's just a refreshing take on that. Uh, the weapons are really cool. Like they make you feel like a badass. Uh, and like the dual wielding is probably the best dual wielding I've done in any game, uh, just because. You can deal dual wield shotguns and um, auto rifles or scout rifles, and basically just have like a long range weapon and a short range weapon, and just like just plow through enemies. And um, some of the the the, the art the work is great. It's the um, art direction is cool. Uh, there is a moment in this game that will just be you're just like, what the fuck? Like, it's probably like the most shocking moment in a game. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's been a moment in a game that's been more shocking, but people are saying I, don't I, think I have so. no idea what it could possibly be, but as people are saying that it's like, yeah, it's wow, I gotta play this game. <laughs> yeah, so it's 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 really good. Uh, like I said, um, it makes you feel like badass, and that's what I really wanted from this game. You just mow down Nazis and shit. So hmm. number two, cool. Uh, mine was Persona. Uh, Tony, uh, Super Mario Odyssey. Great game. Um, yeah, lovely game. It's uh, is one of those games that um, Nintendo just hasn't done. I, I know, Mike, like your big gripe with 
the later 3D games was it, it you know they tried different things and never got back to the 64 formula. Whereas I feel this game out of all of them definitely takes most of the, its inspiration from um, Super Mario 64 and just the way the, the the game plays and what they're wanting you to do and expect you to do and they just throw so many awesome mechanics at you because they they literally take what you know about the Mario franchise and like hey remember this remember this this is awesome this is cool remember the how you can do this was just awesome yeah the knowledge yeah. factor hey, right it's awesome but it's not like totally overdone either it, it's done in a way where you know they they feed you bits and bits and then you know bigger chunks you know at certain times uh without spoiling things but it's just really great um so interesting i mean just if anybody had told me like yeah mario's gonna have this mechanic one day where he throws his hat and whatever it lands on it's just, he's just gonna capture it and then possess it it's it doesn't sound like Mario. i would be what yeah. <laughs> that doesn't sound like fun what are you talking about that sounds creepy get the fuck Honestly, out of my mario yeah, game yeah. yeah get the fuck out of my get out of my head mario <laughs> But it's just it's just so much fun. It's it's so creative. Uh, the levels are, are awesome. The soundtrack is really catchy too because they they do this wonderful blend of old and new. Um, the ability to do just a lot of really crazy things in a Mario game and just it's a lot of fun. I mean, the whole time you're just like at least I found myself smiling, grinning at ear to ear because it's just like yeah, that's fun and that's happy and you know it's a feel good place because I feel like in today's world you know which is games and graphics and story is having evolved. You know, there's some times where you're having fun with the game, but you know, how often are you smart? You find yourself smiling at it and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. So, uh, fun game. Oh, it seems like it's accessible to all ages. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, I have a, all ages. a client that I went to, and they actually his kid who's five years old. He was telling me that his kid who's five years old beat Mario Odyssey. Wow, Odyssey. really? That's yeah. that's impressive. I, I mean, that game my, is that's not... impressive. Yeah, because I watched my cousin who's eight. Tri- <laughs> my cousin, my nephew uh, who's eight, try it, and he was struggling a little bit with it. And it's not very. Yeah. There's certain sections that are tough. Mm. Yeah, but that's cool though. That almost uh, that ultimately that left. I it was between that and near for me and number three. I, it was, it I, was so tight. That was so a tough decision. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right, um, Mike. Well, uh, one disclaimer is I haven't played that or Zelda yet. Well, I'll just yeah. say that right now. So, so you can't make him, put, them, put on. them on your list. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> I can't put them on my list. Um, so my number two is going to actually be Horizon. Okay. <laughs> and it was there was a tie, there's a tiebreaker going on between one and two <laughs> that had to actually do with DLC. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, the DLC for uh, Horizon was good, but it didn't blow me away like the DLC. At least <laughs> even, though, even though it's not even here. All of yeah. it that's making me excited, but yeah. Anyway, we'll get to that later. But again, Horizon. Uh, again, I got more I think out of the the combat than you guys did, just because. Yeah, you must I like. Be, yeah. I tried the whistle like once or twice. I'm like, this is stupid. I don't need to do this. I rather, I rather once I was able to upgrade my override thing and like take the animals over. I'm like, I'm gonna do this. Try to do this every time. I'm just gonna try to sneak behind one and do it, and go from there. And I had some fun i had some challenges and uh i really enjoyed it and again i really like the way the story went out i know the tribes i i can sort of understand the weakness with like the tribes but like you know you always get tribes when you do a post-apocalyptic world anyway they're just different types yeah, yeah I mean, you get the, groups the, of people yeah sure. the disconnect for me there was like your initial tribe the nora was it yeah or the more primitive than right the nora like a lot of the primitive totally understand and i'm if that were the case, if all the tribes were, you know, primitive and just had their different beliefs, like one was an angry, one was peaceful, one was, you know, whatever, 
I would have been all for that, but it just felt like the Nora were a joke to the other tribes. They were just like, you guys are fucking... I don't know. I mean, yes and no. I feel like all the like other tribes... We have tribes, a civilization. We have the city. And yeah. you I think all the other tribes have, huts, you had their own huts. sort of, like, uh, biases against the other ones. Like, they would all, like... Because, I mean, the Nora obviously represents sort of like a Native American type of ideal where, like, yeah. if it were up to them, they, they probably would still be doing that. Yeah. <laughs> um, in the face of, like, you know, cities kind of next to them. And um, so, I mean, I sort of looked at it that way. I didn't mind it that much. Um, the humans could use a little work, I think, that that combat. I wouldn't want to, like, move away from them. I would just want them to be better in the future. Yeah, if they got better, I mean, that would that would be another thing. I just felt the AI was just so... E- even the whistling stuff aside, it just... I remember the one mission where you literally get a... Um, Machine, uh, not machine. Is it machine gun? I forget. It's essentially you, a minigun. Yeah. yeah, essentially a minigun. And <laughs> come on, they just like were coming out. I felt bad. I honestly <laughs> felt bad. I, I wanted to be okay. I'll, I'll take you guys on with my bow because this is just not fair. <laughs> but yeah, that's just my personal thing. Yeah, but yeah. But no, I I did like. I thought it was a good mix of combat and story, and uh, explored it. And again, I was surprised. Um, and I actually did like the story all the way through. I was afraid something at the end would piss me off, but it really didn't. So uh, yeah. that way, uh, it's my second favorite yeah. game of the year. Corey, you're number one. Uh, so speaking of Horizon, number Horizon one. is my number one. <laughs> nice, I kind of stay quiet for this whole time just because I want to yeah. see what you guys are saying. Uh, and as far as Horizon goes, it was the most engrossed I was in a, in a game this year. I, I when I bought the story like full all in on that, I think it was fantastic. I went and tried to find every little piece of like lore text that they had and audio that they had to get more of the lore. I think that really does help a lot to give you context as to what the world's what's going on in the world. And I it's a shame that not everything is like easily accessible. Like some of it has to be you know searched out and and uh, actually. Pr- um, you do need to find it and look for it where it's not just given to you. But uh, that aside, I think that the story for me was a great take on the post-apocalyptic world. And it gave context to why you have robot dinosaurs that made sense. Like it wasn't just some like, hey, robot dinosaurs, here you go. Like, awesome. <laughs> I love robot dinosaurs. Uh, yeah. It's like, yeah, there's context to it. And, and it is interesting when you get to the point where they kind of explain like what happened. And like, wow, you, you're not anywhere near like that time period this is way in the future like mm-hmm. it, it they tried to restart it, it failed and, and it, it, it's been going on for a while and this is finally at the point where they're you're actually now starting to rebuild that civilization and it gave context to why like grass is actually propelling these robots to <laughs> to be um energized or whatever have energy or be a lot mm-hmm. yeah uh for me the combat also was amazing because it gave you opportunity to do whatever you wanted. So if you felt like the easiest thing to do in this situation was to whistle and kill them, you could do that. Or if you wanted to pull out traps and set up different techniques to, wherein like chain reactions, you could do that. You could take a uh, uh, take over an override an enemy or uh, a robot and have it go after them. I just felt like there were so many opportunities for you to actually approach the combat in different ways that it was always interesting. Uh, I do agree with you a little bit, Tony, where the combat against the humans just felt like it was the same as... Yeah. Uh, I didn't like that aspect time. of the game. I thought that was repetitive, but... but the same as I what? didn't mind it as much. It just felt oh, like yeah. it was the same every time you encountered yeah. them. Like, every time you encountered humans, there wasn't that um, same aspect of 
approaching it and however you want it. Like when you fought the robot dinosaurs, you could do whatever you wanted. Like I was saying, set the traps, you do all this stuff. With the humans, they kind of didn't have that opportunity. You didn't have the uh, you know yeah. different parts of the dinosaurs that you could break off and then just go and use and against yeah. them. I would uh, agree so, with that heavily because, you know, that's the thing is every time I came upon like a major dinosaur type enemy, you know, and they had a good variety of them, I had to think, okay, how am I best going to use what I have in the environment that I'm in to take this thing down and how am I going to do it? Like probably need to get rid of that rocket launcher first or, you know, the aiming, you know, tr- whatever. You were targeting right. different areas of, the, 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 of them and also there was like a hunting aspect too where like you could – yeah. Figure out how these animals behave, and then use that to your advantage as well. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I love that aspect of it. Yeah. And as well as um, using the pieces that fall off, like you can use some of the stuff, like the weapons that these these animals have. You could actually use them and like have that mini yeah. gun and stuff, and just like blow things away. Uh, I did appreciate that. And uh, like I said, the story for me was fantastic. And like my favorite story of this um, year as well. I think that it nailed it as I far think as I the would story say that goes. too. Yeah, so um, many stories this year. Yeah, and I, I really like the performances. Story. I do. I, I do like the performances, and there are things in that game that you can miss that actually have a pretty big impact. That I felt like I know I mentioned to you, Jim, that like oh, you could learn about certain characters, and and then if you go back to certain places, it changes depending on what you've done in the world. So um, I thought that was really cool as well. Yeah, yeah. It, it's funny you talk about. I'm not disagreeing with the like. I, I still did like the story a lot. It's just. Um, you know, I had wanted it to play out a little differently, or you know, whatever. But, right. Um, I think it, it goes back to expectations. Yeah. No. <laughs> I. I. I to- yeah. It wasn't like a, a huge miss for me. It was just like, oh, okay. I see what you're doing. But you know, the thing is, it, they they did live off on, on an interesting note. Way, yeah. And right. Yeah. And you know what? I'm I'm still on board in sequel day one. Absolutely. No. Yeah. No. No hesitation at all. But it's interesting because three of my favorite games this year all have to do with like a post-apocalyptic world with robots in them. And they all have their own various reasons on on why and stuff like that. Which I, yeah. you know, it's just weird that you know, it's like the theme. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, <laughs> well, every game you've talked about so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Even the surprises. Just like in the movies, it's all about like an old guy and a younger girl. <laughs> yeah. Um, my number one. Uh, well, my number one's probably Tony and I could probably go together on this one at this point in time. Uh, it's no no question. We both did a spoiler okay. cast on this, just the two of us. Uh, Zelda: Breath of the Wild. I'm just taking a shot in the dark that that's yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. yeah, yeah. So uh, while the game, I would not give a perfect score to. Again, <laughs> the further away, I wouldn't. There, there are aspects uh, yeah. of Zelda that I want in the game. Uh, I want the dungeons. I want more dungeons, and I do want more. Talking about story, I would like them to in, in, enhance the story in the next game without a doubt. Uh, yeah. Other than that, though, uh, I got to like live out. I guess would be like a childhood dream to experience like the world of Hyrule in its vastness that you can see, like not just like what you got with Ocarina of Time, but like a massive world Mm -hmm. where go anywhere that you see uh, promise is completely fulfilled. I'm not an open world fan, but because of the invested time I have in Zelda, it it was awesome for me to experience this. Um, Like I, and and you literally could go anywhere you want. I mean, you can see it, you can go there. Uh, that I don't I don't know of a game that made that promise that, that fulfilled it. I don't know. Is that mm-hmm. is that like that in Grand Theft Auto? Yeah, I think. Uh, so. I mean, uh, uh, t- until you get to the water, because they're always well, on the, islands. Well, the water. But, yeah. well, no, no. Yeah. I mean, that's... in this game, there are islands in this game that you can get to in the water. And no, there's... I mean, like the whole universe is like on uh, an island. Oh, normally. yeah. Well, I mean, that's what we have. Here. Once you get to the water, you can see just water. <laughs> yeah. So, 
But yeah, so it was my, my game of the year, without a doubt. I mean, I, it, they did a fantastic job with the game. I Like I said, I want to see a couple things added to it. Maybe lessen the breakage amount of weapons. I, I, I But, you know, minor gripes that you know. Would you would you want them to eliminate that mechanic altogether and just go to like hoarding weapons I feel or like, um, upgrading as needed? I feel like the durability could have been upped on things, maybe. But, but you still want them to break eventually. I, I don't know how the ba- the balance would have been in that game without that. Yeah, that's what I'm worried well, about. Right. So just just speak briefly on that, and then I'll get yeah, if get, you're get finished, you know, or whatnot. Oh, go ahead, but, go ahead, yeah. um, with the weapon durability, because that is probably the most controversial aspect of you know Breath of the Wild, because um, people. You know, and I don't want to go back to, to everything again, but um, I think people get attached to things. And especially in uh, a game where, like, you have weapons, uh, you get very attached to them. Like, I like this spear, or I like this gun, or whatever. And I just, I just want to use this for the rest of the game. I think most people fall into line with that, barring the exception of, like, loot-heavy games like Borderlands or something where, you know, or, or Diablo, where, you know, you'll use the best thing that you get until you get the next best thing. Um Whereas with Zelda, I mean, the thing is, if they didn't have the durability system in place, just with the way the game is designed, you could just stumble upon a high-powered weapon and use it to trivialize, like, the rest of the game. Um, And, you know, some people might be like, I don't care about that then, that's fine with me. But, you know, it could, you know, then maybe people be like, oh, this game is way too easy and blah, blah, blah. Because I don't know about you, but I I found this to be the most difficult Zelda game. Since the NES days. down. One of the most uh, I mean, I felt embarrassed by the amount of times I was dying in this yeah. game. Yeah. Uh, which, by the way, it does keep track of uh, with one of the newer features of, I, I think it's that. the DLC exclusive. Uh, the one thing will show you literally on the map your progression from start to wherever you currently are. I think it tracks up the, 200, the last 200 hours um, of where you're going in the world. Um, just it plays this like, little line. And it's funny seeing it because... It even does when you're teleporting and stuff like that across the map, but it records when you die because you'll see like a little skull and link dying sounds. Oh man! Like I'm like, yeah, that's probably where I fought the Lionel first. Oh yeah, <laughs> Just yeah. Yeah. yeah, like a dozen times there. Um, but yeah, I mean the game. I mean I've always been a Zelda fan uh, yeah. since since the original one on the NES. It was just, and I even think uh, I don't know for sure, but I want to say the original Zelda was the first game of its time where it allowed you to explore a map it wasn't just level like level one level two level three level four and that was the order that you play the game it was literally hey here's this world go explore it and we're not even going to give you the sword you have to physically step into this cave and pick it up because you could just go and not get that sword you can play the game without it. i don't know how how you do it but you you can people have done it um but this game just lived upon that promise where it just literally lets you do anything and yeah. just being able to go anywhere, do what you want to do in the order that you want to do it um, justifies the move to an open world game. Because like Jim, I I don't necessarily really care for open world games. Uh, certain ones I will like Fallout. You know, I'm a, I'm a big fan of even um, Metal Gear Solid five. I think they did a great job with the open world in final fantasy 15, uh, you know, given more time, I think that open world would have been, uh, very good as well, but this game just took any expectations I had about open world system and just smashed it. Like, this is how you can do it. This is how it can be, um, and not just the old philosophy of, hey, you, you know, climb the tower, un- unlock this map or this section of the map, and we're gonna fill a billion things on your mini map for you to like points of interest. And it just kind of 
a checklist of all right let me go here let me d- do this um you know let me get this quest done kind of thing where just honestly over- overwhelming whereas with zelda they they tease you with the the horizon of yo what's that what's that off in the distance what's what's on that mountain i mean that seems like an an interesting place for uh like a a cemetery or something like that and you just naturally want to go there and then on the way to that place you might you know turn and see this other thing where it's like ooh, should i should i try that now or i say that for later and i mean even just the way the map lets you put multiple markers for you to guide your, your way and stuff like that but um just all yeah, the mechanics awesome. to the climbing like being able to climb and not only just climb because you could climb in a lot of other games, but uh, the introduction of the paragliding mechanic, being able to quickly climb and then go to your next point, I think is quintessential for making it work. Because if you had to climb everything and then climb your way back down and then run to the next location, I don't think uh, yeah. it would be as looked upon kindly, but being able to just you know soar to the next location and everything uh, was just amazing. And yeah. what, I, what I really appreciate Nintendo doing with this one was they smash so many traditional Zelda conventions where, and some of them I, I totally agree on. Like, I, I think the I Duck like those, been, some of those, but yeah. <laughs> but for the most part, they, they totally took a lot of built in expectations and just smashed. I mean, Link doesn't even have a hat in this game. And that's been a key part of his character for what? 30 years now. Yeah. I mean, imagine if they're like, yeah, Superman, you don't have a cape anymore. And that's, the new thing, it's, you're, you know, like, Batman doesn't have a cape. They did like, that, actually. DC would do that, but... It's on that level where, you know... Um, yeah. You know, Black it, Suit Superman a, did not go over well. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, so, you know, I applaud them and admire them for taking a huge risk, because so many parts of this could have gone wrong or just not okay with the fan base and ruined it you know, one of their most premier intellectual properties, so... And, uh, yeah, and the buzz going into it, too, was like, oh, it's getting delayed again, it's getting delayed yeah, again. It's exactly. like, <laughs> and I was adamant, like, nope, they, they haven't delayed a Wii U game in a long time, and I <laughs> think I talked about it listening to um, the podcast. I think I was like, oh, my expectation of, you know, 2015 is going to be the new Zelda Wii U game, and then the next, same thing the next year. Oh, the, <laughs> you know, 2016 Zelda, and it's just like, Oh, this thing is never coming out. Is that problematic? Does that mean the you know right. yeah. problems with the game? Um, and you know, I try to uh, subvert my expectations for that. Where it's just like, okay, you know, I'll just play it when I play it. But then going up to the new launch of the new system, the rumblings of the critical response. I mean, they had like NDA, obviously, but everybody was heavily teasing how good the game was. I mean, yeah. you know, they were being like, what? Like, I remember, I think Jason Schreier. Just tweeted, wow, simply wow. And everybody knew what he was talking about because, you know, it's pretty obvious. Um, but, yeah, it's one of those games where I can point to that to any person who's like, yeah, I don't know anything about video games or I am interested in getting a new game. What should I play? You know, it's like that's yeah. quintessential. Yeah. It is a perfect representation of what the medium has to offer. Yeah, it's great. Great game. All right, Mike, number one. <laughs> My number one game, by a small margin, is Injustice 2. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so the Just first Injustice... you have to say it was better. Like, you probably put way more hours in. Yeah, it's the only game, really, that's held my interest throughout the majority of the entire year. Um, I think this was Wombat's I... Game of the Year, wasn't it? I don't even know who that is. From Catcast. <laughs> um, oh. But, uh, again, like, 
we we talked actually in the uh, the movie cast about how like you know Justice League cartoon is like oh that's like great superhero stuff and story wise and even for the most part voice actor wise this is a continuation sort of of that universe so that's big <laughs> check right there you get one of the best stories uh, I don't think this story itself is as good as the previous game but it's still like head and shoulders over other stuff in the genre um obviously you have conroy as batman you've got uh george newburn who was like the second uh, clark kent superman voice you get an interesting story where clark kent is like full-on bad uh you get a continuation from the last game and just playing through this story enough alone is just like all right that's cool good superhero stuff and then we get this new mechanic here that at first, I'm like, this is stupid. I don't want to do this. Where we have this gear put into a fighting game that changes the way, first of all, superheroes, which have iconic looks. Why would you want to change how they look? And also, oh, yeah, take note, Battlefront, where you can't do aesthetic changes wrong. <laughs> anyway. Um, and it, it adjusts stats. Like, oh, no one wants that. But they did it, and it turns into like a huge selling point for this game. Suddenly... You have this customization that like brings you back to the days of when you would have to like buy all the different colors of like the Batman action figures or <laughs> stuff like that. It's like mix it, and you can mix and match, and everyone—not quite everyone—but there's so many possibilities. Everyone's Batman looks a little different, or their Superman looks a little different. And you're like, and their shaders, all these combinations, and you're like, suddenly there's this whole meta game of just like, how do you want to build your c- characters? And these are iconic characters you remember from like you know growing up and all this together creates this interesting new experience here and of course if you play competitively online you get the aesthetics but not the boosts meanwhile the boosts are used to play this almost unprecedented amount of single player content in a fighting game where that is used to fight like bosses and arcade modes and different challenges that come up to you so there's so much to do in this game and it's just and it goes on and on. And the next thing we know, that now we're getting this DLC and the Ninja Turtles are going to be in it. And for me, that pushed it over. Because yeah. it's just yeah. like, there's, oh, talk about action figures you want to customize. I remember them too. Yeah. And it's just, and for me, again, like, I know not everyone is a fan of the Netherrealm fighting mechanics, but <laughs> The Last Injustice, I think it's accessibility is better than the Capcom style. I just, because I got into that and I've played Capcom games for a long time but i never like got into the mechanics of it like i did here for the last game so now i can play this online and win like 55 percent of the time i have no chance of doing that in something like soul caliber or <laughs> any other capcom games i get wrecked all the time i just can't yeah. get a handle of it so um for me uh this has to be my number one game because i've been playing it all year i love most aspects of it it surprised me too it made me something that I knew I would not like. I turned into something I knew I'd like. <laughs> and uh, I'm still looking forward to more content coming from it because Ninja Turtles are coming. And I, yeah. I know I'm it's a little it's a little sticky for me to like actually include DLC uh, when rating a game sort of overall. But um, it's I'm using that kind of as a tiebreaker with Horizon. Yeah, because... No, that's, that's totally fine. Because, I mean, here's the thing. Like, just real quick. I mean, with Smash Brothers, I mean... They got when they get the guest character for Brawl in Sonic and Snake. I was like, that's awesome. There wasn't DLC, but then you know, expectations were raised for the Wii U 3DS game, yeah. and 
you know, they brought Mega Man into the mix and Pac-Man. You're like, oh, man, that's awesome. They didn't stop there. They're like, hey, here's our DLC characters. Freaking Ryu and Bayonetta are coming to the series. It's like, <laughs> like mind-blowing. And yeah. here's the thing. I'm not a big, um, huge NetherRealm fan. And, you know, I'm a Turtles fan, but obviously not to, like, your level. But when I saw that DLC trailer, I couldn't help but grin. I was like, this is awesome. That's really, like... <laughs> I have no reason to really care about this, but that is so awesome. And I went to Discord and Mina, I was like, Mike, you gotta check this out. Like, I was just like, you need to see this. Like, I, I don't want you spoiled. I don't want you to just watch this. Like, please just watch this. And, you know, uh, it sounded like it lived up to, uh, you know, a, a good surprise expectation there. Yeah, I, I was definitely surprised, and I'm looking forward to see how it works. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's the other thing, too, is just the, the way they teased it and the rumoring about how they will fight as a team. It's one, you know, four characters as like one playable character. That's super mm-hmm. awesome. That's, you know, really, really cool. And, and you have to give um, them a lot of credit. They have put a lot of support behind this game. Like, absolutely. 100%. I still, it's yeah. still a thing. It's ongoing. And it, uh, you're it, playing the game yeah. beyond 2017. Like, yeah. It's, it's funny because I remember years ago when, um, street fighter was on its high because of, you know, street fighter four, uh, how it launched at least, um, you know, and, at least how Marvel vs. Capcom 3 launched, you know, I was, we were riding essentially like a Capcom high, and just over time, I'm just, I didn't even care for Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. I saw it for yeah. 20-something dollars, and I still couldn't pull the trigger <laughs> with my almost infinite amount of GameStop credit, because I was like, no, nah, I wouldn't play this. I know I wouldn't play this, and I questioned what kind of support it's getting. Now, yeah. if in a month or two they unveil, like, X-Men characters and stuff, that changes the game, but... You know, that's along the lines of what you're saying. The DLC can positively change uh, a game for the better, you know? Yeah, and like you were saying, too, like with Zelda, people playing it now are going to be playing the best version of this game. Yeah. 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 Uh, same thing with Injustice. People playing it now, they're going to be playing the best version of the game. And so, yeah, yep. like, it's only going to get better with time, too, which a lot of people don't like. Oh, I didn't get to play. Like, uh, like why? Like, your game yeah. you enjoy is getting better. Like, why are you upset about that? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I mean, it's like here's the thing. You know, I don't mind paying money. Uh, I like supporting the developers that make games I like, and as long as it's a fair model, and you know, this is like what's I great don't about feel this like game is like there's not blind boxes in this. You buy what you right. want. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And I remember even I remember even podcast when that je- or not gem um, the gear system even came out. I was ragging on Mike a bit because I was like, dude, they're going to monetize the shit out of this game, this, that, and yeah. thing. And they want to be like, the most fair about, about it. Right. right, nobody was happy about it. And they had yeah. one of the more they fair had, implementations yeah, fair about systems. it. Yeah. So it's just, I mean, you know, yeah. they're definitely awesome about that. And that's yeah. that's great, even though I'm not, like again, the biggest fan of the studio. But the th- thing is, interesting enough that you mentioned this is your number one, I was going through my PSN downloads because I actually picked up Bloodborne on sale because I wanted to go through that. And I was going through like other games I can download at the same time, just add to my queue. I had forgotten that they had given us Injustice uh, as a one as a freebie, yeah, and I was like, yeah, the ultimate and I was like, you know what, you know, just not the shit on Just League. I was like, you know what, I remember by talking about the story and you know Jim talking about the story in the comics. And I was like, you know what, I'm gonna add this to my downloads because the thing is like I'm not planning on playing it competitively or online or anything, but you know what? I'll play story mode. Uh, yeah. You know, it's, it sounds interesting. Like so. that, yeah. And that yeah, comic that, is actually one of the better selling yeah, comics. Yeah, it, it's, it's funny. It's that's a, that's it's a yeah. great what if storyline, honestly. Yeah, it, is. <laughs> it is. All right, uh, that's gonna wrap up of the year, I believe. Uh, let's recap our top three. Um, let's see, Corey, what was your number three? Destiny two. Mine was uh, near. Tony's yours was. Persona 5. Persona 5 and Mike, number 3. Sonic Sonic Mania. Corey, number 2? 
Wolfenstein 2. And Persona 5 for me, Tony? Uh, Super Mario Odyssey for me. And Mike? Horizon Zero Dawn. And number one, Corey? Number one was Horizon Zero Dawn. Mine was Breath of the Wild? Yep, Breath of the Wild here as well. uh, Mike? Justice 2, which we just talked about. about. (laughs) So that's our top uh, three of the year. Uh, yeah, gonna... and I, I just, yeah, I just want to take a quick note here. I mean, this year was amazing. Oh yeah, yeah, simply amazing. And like, the thing is, you can't argue I could about easily talk games. about, a, yeah, yeah, I could talk about a top ten, and all those games are worth playing. I mean, even though it didn't make one list, Horizon Zero Dawn and Near, phenomena, amazing games. And in any other year, uh, the easy could have been Wait. game of the year. I mean, 2014, 2015, 2016, I mean, all in my opinion, kind of weak years. Uncharted Four came out this year, didn't it? No, that was oh, last no, year. No, last year. Okay. Last I can't remember. And I'm not a fan of it. Lost Legacy, like I said, you just played it through it, and it was really good, too, but it doesn't crack. No. It yeah. doesn't crack. It's, no, it's, it's very good. I want to shout out to Splatoon, yeah. too. I really like that game a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, that too, yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Switch I mean, game. even <laughs> for me, like, even the disappointment of Andromeda, I still, like, enjoyed my time with it, and that's just, like, one of the things this year. And there's games that I want to play this year that I didn't even get to. I enjoyed South Park. I enjoyed South Park quite a bit. You know, I haven't even played uh, the Assassin's Creed game. I don't think it's going to be as good as Horizon. I, per I, se, pretty but good. I I'm looking forward to that as well. And the Nintendo games I want to play too, yeah, and I haven't yeah. played them yet either. <laughs> we'll see what uh, we'll see what 2018 brings. Um, thanks for tuning in. Write us podcast allgeek.net. Follow us on Twitter allgeek. Like us on Facebook, Facebook, and subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. Uh, yeah, tune into the next Gamecast coming up. And uh, thanks a lot. Enjoy uh, 2018. I hope.